welcome all soldiers to the Fantasy Football War Council's podcast. Here are your co-hosts, Jonathan Arneson and Daniel Gutierrez. Hello, and welcome back to another meeting of the Fantasy Football War Council. I'm Jonathan, and as always, I'm joined by Daniel. Daniel, <laughs> week, 10 is, week 12 is finally done. Finally done. Week 12 is done, and tomorrow week 13 starts. Man, craziness. I know. And then we have no Thursday night for week 13. Oh. At least we still have a season. But we have a Tuesday night. Another Tuesday night game. We so. do. Yeah, it should another be Another late week. I know, another yeah. late week. Prepare for those waivers. <laughs> Everyone prepare for those waivers. Waivers do go through tonight. So uh, yesterday, when you're listening to this. But on today's War Council, episode 16, by the way, we will be going over the Week 12 battles. Finally. But first, the news. Tyler Taylor, poor guy, who won't pursue a complaint against the Los Angeles Chargers following his unfortunate lung-puncturing incident that forced him to miss games earlier this season and basically his starting spot in the Chargers because Justin Herbert came in and played so well. Oh, that's a bummer for him. I really hope that it's him not pursuing the claim and just not doing it because I heard it was he had 60 days to do it and today was 60 days and he didn't do it by today. I'm just, you know, yeah, exactly. Ouch. Ouch. Double ouch. (laughs) Double ouch. Hopefully you knew the time limit was there. Oh, I know, right? Six days after it was initially set to kick off, the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers played their Week 12 game today on a rare Wednesday night football, or shall I say Wednesday afternoon football. Mm-hmm. Weird game. Did, did you get to see the highlights? I actually got to watch it live today. So, Oh, nice. I, I watched about the last half on, on my phone. I had it on at my desk um, while I was doing other work, and uh, it was a different game. The, you know, this I guess, you know, the Ravens always put up a big fight against Pittsburgh, and, and it seemed like a struggle. Yeah, Baltimore defense definitely did play well. The offense struggled the whole game. Uh, and Big Ben definitely didn't look like Big Ben out there. So, Yeah, man. And in this game is our third note of news. Bud Dupree tore his ACL in the fourth quarter late. He was coming around the edge, and it looked like he was going to cut back inside, and then he just went down. So you kind of know exactly what happened there. That's definitely going to hurt Pittsburgh defense. So Uterus S. Grant, you might not have that high-flying defense that you've had all season. Yeah, he's he's a big part of that linebacker court there. So Yeah. Ah, Broncos are to keep Blake Bortles away from facility to prevent future void at quarterback, being they had four four <laughs> of their quarterbacks go out this week to COVID. Uh, you know, to watch uh, Hinton go up and go one for nine and two interceptions, what an amazing, talented game that was. <laughs> Complete sarcasm. Oh, man. I, I think they're just like, you're the most experienced one, therefore you need the least amount of practice. Just stay home. Yeah. Not not a bad idea, though. No, not bad. I mean, there's so many COVID cases coming out right now that it's actually smart to keep somebody on backup and away from the team in case this does happen, right? That's right. All right. 
in our first battle, we have another big victory from the Uterus. Uterus S. Grant clam stamps Yankee Raiders into submission. King Henry and his 42.9 points was not able to carry this team to a victory. 245 points to 182.55. A victory of 62.45 points. Okay, enough jokes. This team's killing it, right? Okay, one last joke. Isn't it the uterus that's supposed to take the pounding? Marty, come <laughs> on, dude. <laughs> I mean, this team's killing it, really. I mean, like, really is killing it. There is one player of single digits on this roster, and it was Ezekiel Elliott from the Thanksgiving game. Wow, yeah. that was That is a powerful lineup. On the other hand, Marty had five players with single digit. That's that's just a brutal beatdown. Six. Six. <laughs> Six players. Blake oh, Martinez. Blake Martinez oh. at the bottom. Yeah, you gotta look all the way down there to find it. So Oh man. Yeah, that's it's a rough that's matchup. Right. I mean, he's still over hundred and eighty two points, so I commend him because we have a really bad battle later. So we'll yeah. get to. Marty, I hope you score like this next week. all right in our next battle Tyreek Hill's 59.4 points was not enough to fend off the trap set by Union Ambush with Jason Watson leading the charge with 49.9 points Union Ambush get the win scoring 218.95 points to can't cut the custards 198.6 points for a margin of victory of 20.35 points. Jose is back in the win column, making his big push for the championship. And Andy earns himself the purple heart for the closest loss of in a week of blowouts. Man. Yeah. And for 20.35 to be our closest battle. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's something, right? You, if you lost this week, you lost decidedly. <laughs> yes. You you lost by a good amount, and we have one that was well over 100 points this week, so. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I mean, this is bad. Julio Jones put up a big, fat donut in this spot for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill. What are, I mean, he had over 200 yards and three touchdowns in the first quarter. Uh, I mean, try to sting, single coverage, man coverage, Tyreek Hill. That's, that's just what's going to happen. It's just what's going to happen. Oh, it was so hard to watch that backflip in the end zone. I'm like, hurt yourself. Oh, I had everybody I know. Not wanting him to actually hurt. Yes. But, oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's right. I had everybody I know texting me when that happened. So that was uh, – everybody that's not a Buccaneers fan was on their phone texting me like, what happened? I was like, I yeah, know. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> I finished watching that game. You'd be that's, proud of me. I actually finished watching that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. It was a close one. I didn't turn it off after. The yeah. Quarter. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, what a great game. But this one, not so. Not close. so close for sure. Not so close, but our closest in this next <laughs> battle. Boston Teabaggers has done it again, tossing Mixon's brigade into the river. What a clutch victory! Two hundred and twenty-two point two. Got a thing for twos there. Against 183.75, a victory of just 38.45. Funny that I said just 38 points, right? One of the close battles this week. 
obviously. This is the second closest one. But not close enough for Megson's brigade to fight it out. With Tom Brady leading the charge and the help of his waiver wire gold, Buffalo defense, you take a dominating victory here, Daniel, what is truly needed at the end of the season. In this fight for a bye week, Boston Teabaggers is stepping it up. I mean, this is pretty good. This is a pretty good matchup, dude. You uh, you had two players with single digits this week, and one was your tight end, as expected, and the other was your kicker. So, yep. Oh, you have three. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You have three. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Sure. I was a little shocked I, to see that, but that's right. You know, up into the game, I I was debating on putting him in, and then I went. My son was ready to nap, so I missed the the first portions of the game. I had to re- go back and rewatch it. But when he came in to to take a nap, I didn't get a chance to change it out, even though I decided I was going to change it to Ronald Jones. So I was very disappointed to see Ronald Jones running really, really well and Clyde Edwards-Alaire doing nothing while the game was going on. But luckily, that didn't decide this matchup. Oh yeah, you still put up a heck of a of a victory here, uh, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire is definitely was a hard one to put up against Tampa Bay. I'm not sure I would have started that one either. Exactly. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Glad to have that. Eight and four now. I'm a game ahead. You even played against Washington defense at 47.8 points and still came out on top. So. Yep. And with Tampa Bay on bye week, I'm rolling with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, they got a good matchup next week, so that's right. And in our next battle, which was more like a cap gun fight, it involved two of our three lowest scoring teams. SC Slave Runners gets the win by scoring 145.4 points to three sheets to the wins, 116 points for a margin of victory of 29.6 points. SC Slave Runners' highest scoring player was Justin Herbert with 20 points. Rough week and a lucky win. Three Sheets is yet again lost in the wind, and he is lucky to break 100 points with this rough week and earns himself manager MIA yet again. Mario! Wake up! Come back and play with us! Have some consistency one week to the next! One week you're highest, one of our highest scoring players. The next you put up one of the lowest scores of the season. Will we see you next week? Who the hell knows? I hope not. <laughs> I was really, really happy to see this low score against me because, oh my goodness, 145 points. This is so terrible of a score. And... Mm, I, I want to play sad music here, but I don't even deserve sad music. I won. So I'm going to play some happy music. But The matchup should just have sad music playing for it. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. This whole matchup should have sad music. But I think of that, uh, you know, yeah. it's all slow. And <sighs> this was terrible. But I ha- I'm happy. I took away the win. Go you. Go me. Win's a win. I'm still, I'm still fighting for, yeah, I'm still fighting to be in the playoffs. So I'll take a six seed. I don't mind. I'm not picky. In our final battle of the week, Stonewall Your Face built a literal wall around Rogers Hardware. 251.85 to 
to 132.6, a victory of 119.25. Ollie puts Raj in a cage this week. Huge trash-talking rights with this win. Raj is in need of dire help after this victory. Ollie marches on with Patrick Mahomes and company and pushes Raj where he rightfully belongs. 10th place. Raj, buddy, I know you're not a manager MIE here, and you can thank Mario for taking that bullet. But, buddy, do <laughs> something. I, what's that meme with the guy poking the stick at whatever they put there on the ground? I want to put Raj's face there because <laughs> it's, it's, it's time to poke him and say, like, dude, check your lineup. I know the world is burning with COVID, but you're getting close to a dishonorable discharge. Ooh. Yep. This was a brutal one. Second lowest scoring team against our highest scoring team of the week or second highest scoring team of the week? I believe he is the highest scoring team by six points. He is the highest scoring team. Yep. Man. Yeah. That That's a beatdown. Patrick Mahomes, oh, 50 yeah. points. And Darius Leonard's 32. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... I mean, now, Ali's got some trouble with Will Fuller. Will Fuller had an amazing week of 36 points this week, but now out for the rest of the season and the first week of next year because of the PED violation. Forgot to put that in the news. Forgot to put that in the news. Um, So that's going to be a big struggle for, for Stonewall. Oh, no. But on the other end, he's got Jerry Judy, who put up a donut. Noah Fant, who put up one point. Thankfully, he was the guy that caught the one reception from him. <laughs> and Miles Garrett, another donut. Another but was donut. activated off the IR COVID list this week. So maybe you might have him back. Yep. Well earned victory for Ali, though. His team needs help. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Ali. This is a huge win. And rightfully so. So he did. He would have beat anybody he played. Yeah, on Thursday, he did text me. And he was like, oh, this Antonio Gibson guy is really good. And uh, the reason why he texted me is because he picked him up off of waivers from me because I was idiotic and I dropped him for Leonard Fournette. And uh, I I regret that decision. Every year I seem to drop somebody that that ends up turning into a tag. I just can't fix that mistake, apparently. I'd like to uh, share the text that he texted me (laughs) on Thursday. (laughs) And he had he had obviously listened to the podcast that day because he heard uh, where we praised him for picking up Antonio Gibson, and he actually responds to me, "I don't remember picking up Antonio Gibson, but go me, <laughs> but go me." Yeah, he's been on your your team for a long time. I drafted him in every league, and I dropped him, uh, unfortunately. So that's that's my bad for sure. Things you have to do when making your push, though. Yeah. Oh, right. And that concludes our matchups, which were all blowouts, as you can tell. It was a decided week much, much earlier than the, the Pittsburgh Even and, my game. and Ravens game. Even <laughs> my game. It was decided before. We were like, they could just go away. We'll be just fine. Yeah, we almost contemplated doing yeah. it yesterday, the podcast yesterday, but I wanted to have the final scores to hand We, we wouldn't so. have known the awards. That's right. All right, now moving on to the Treasure Hunters of the Week. Treasure Hunter of the Week is me for picking up Buffalo D and starting them over Tampa Bay. They put up 36.85 points 
I personally think that was a pretty strong move, knowing that Tampa had their bye this week, too. I think that was a phenomenal move. Yeah, phenomenal move. And uh, our honorable mention comes from the same battle again for multiple times this year. Allen's team, Nixon's Brigade, picked up Ryan's Fitzmagic, who put up 25.45 points. And uh, he really is magic. I know. Do you believe in magic? I do. <laughs> His name is Ryan. And it doesn't matter yeah. what team he's playing on. That dude does well. He does. Mr. Harvard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Week 12 is in the books. Let's start week 13 matchups. Or our week ter- our week 13 battles, shall we? Both hosts went 4-1 and one last week. We each... Uh, had our own difference of picks but we did well we did well (laughs) uh let's see how we do this week we did and let's pick them our first matchup is me and the sc slave runners plays mixon's brigades alan this is rough now he's got a lot on by this week He's got a lot to go for on waivers. And I don't know why Yahoo's being a dick to me because <laughs> I can't place a waiver for some reason. So let's hope that in one in the morning, I'm, you know, still able to get what I want. <laughs> it did the same to me in another league as well. But I'm going to pick myself here. Oh, going on the going for the buys, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just hoping that the last week was really bad and my team wants to do something better going forward. I have to have hope because if not, I'm not going to make it. So, rebellions are built on hope. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, so. Yeah, no. Well, he's on buy this week anyway, so at least it's not even a tease. No, it's not a tease. But uh, it's, it's a flat out. He's uh, out. So I'm okay. I can deal with it. It's a it, it's a flat out. He's out. I am actually going to go with Mixon's brigade. You would. Allen makes some solid moves, and if he wins, he effectively knocks you out of the playoffs. So then Christian McCaffrey is null and void for me to have to worry about. So I'm I'm going for Mixon's Brigade on See, this one. And you're going for hopes and dreams too. See, I'm gonna ride <laughs> my right. train until it crashes. And <laughs> is that something on the track up ahead? Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. Maybe a brigade. our next matchup is stonewall stonewall your face versus can't cut the custard now the projections on this are are really even there's literally 0.02 apart in favor of stonewall your face and uh man who are you gonna go for on this one this is a close one all right i have it written down that i'm going stonewall your face but that really scares me because, you know, he hasn't done very well this year. And, you know, he's only recently starting to win. Oh, yeah. I've got to definitely go stonewall your face here. Because if you look at the 192 to 192 on the other side, Bahood actually has Leonard Fournette in a bye and Will Fuller suspended. And he's still putting the 192. I'm going the hoot here. So, Stonewall your face. Ollie, I know you got it in you. Yep. 
That's right. I think so too. He's been paying attention and doing real well. So I think, uh, I think that trend is going to continue. Yeah. So I am choosing him as well. Our next matchup, three sheets to the wind versus union ambush. I'd like to say that three sheets is, this is, this is his territory. When he plays somebody in first or second, he usually wins, right? And, like, we go against him. So I am going to pick Union Ambush because I know he's going to win this game. But I'd like it subtly mentioned that three sheets to the wind may blow back this week. I I agree completely. I am taking Union Ambush. However, he is the king of the trap game. And his four wins are all against our best teams, including mine. So it uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm going with Union Ambush, and I hope that Aaron Jones nice. is the difference. Nice. <laughs> Aaron Jones is definitely the difference in this game. So I'd like to see I, if, I hope if we is. put Aaron Jones in do three sheets lineup at the end. Does it make the difference? So that's right. We're going to beat this dog until it's completely dead. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. And our next matchup, it is my team, the second place team, Boston Teabaggers versus Yankee Raiders. What do you think, John? I, I, I mean, I got to go your team. I know you're going to win. You've got the stronger team here. I wanted to be the jerk and say Yankee Raiders just to go against you, but that would mean I lose my pick. And I'm trying to get that 5-0, and so <laughs> Boston T-Baggers it is. <laughs> well, I thank you. Yeah, I think I've got a strong week this week. Um, I have a lot easier decisions because I have so many Buccaneers on bye week. But um, I've already subsidized looking forward to this week 13 because I saw how important it was on the horizon for playoff push. I literally have a one game lead in my division, which makes me second place. And so if I lose and uterus S grant wins, I will lose that bye week for week 14. So um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get that by here. This is my big push. So I'm going to go myself also. I'm going to be optimistic. Yeah, I see, there's your you gotta go optimistic with it, and that is a good matchup for you. Now, our next and final battle for the week, Rogers Hard War plays Uterus S. Grant. And I'm obviously picking the uterus here. Absolutely. You should pick your uterus. It uh Oh yeah. I think she's I think it's gonna give a pounding to the other side. <laughs> That's right. She's gonna be a rough one. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Raj is gonna hold his tenth, tenth place spot. I think he's gonna hold his tenth place spot. I think that this has the biggest blowout implications. But I'm sorry. Let me, let me knock on some wood here, because uh, unfortunately, whenever we say that for for Chas, it, it usually goes the other way for her. So I, 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 I take right. that jinx yeah. back out of the air. Chaz, okay, I hope so. to not get angry text message later oh, on this week. You're saying this. Let's be honest. You want her to lose <laughs> your bye week. She's going to walk into her bye week well, with this I, one I would here, like so. us both to win, so I maintain my bye week. That's what I would like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
But if I lose, I hope she does too. No like. No like. Yeah, I, I don't think Rosh has a chance, but he is projected actually to be one of the higher scoring teams this week. So you never you know never with know. Rosh. Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook could surprise us. That's right. I think they're starting to to, to limit uh, Dalvin Cook's snap count. I saw an article this week saying that uh, Gary Kubiak thinks that he's beat up, so he's trying to limit his snap count. So hopefully for Chas, that's the case. And he only puts up 20 points because that's a bad game for Delvin Cook this year. Let's be honest. It's more likely it's a smokescreen for the coaching staff. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. But still, it's hopeful. Yeah. Hope. There it is again. Hope. <laughs> Rebellions are built on hope. All right. Now, lastly, I'd like to reach out to all our soldiers listening. All our soldiers, not just the Civil War Fantasy League. Send us your questions. Uh, looking for some roster advice? Having some trouble with who to add or drop? I know you're getting ready for those playoffs, so send us your questions, and we'll get them on and answer them on air next week. FFWC23 at gmail.com or at war underscore council on Twitter. Thanks again for marching with us. Tune in next week for those questions and answers. Who will be our bronze star? Who will be our purple heart? And who will be our manager MIA? Come back and find out. And as always, stay vigilant, soldiers.